0: You're listening to the Hello Awesome Podcast, and this is episode number 10. Guys, we've made it to the 10th episode of the podcast. I am so, so excited about this one. Today is all about motherhood, particularly judgment in motherhood. Now, if you are a mom, then you definitely know something about this topic. And if you aren't a mom, I still encourage you to listen because what this conversation is about is going to actually affect you too. I'm bringing forth three lies that we have about motherhood and how it judges moms, all moms. I encourage you to stay tuned and listen. This is a pretty good one. It's near and dear to my heart. So here we go. Episode number 10, encouragement for the judged mom. You're listening to the Hello Awesome podcast. I'm JC, and this is the place where we get real, sharing truthful insights that will encourage us to make intentional choices in both life and business. I want to start conversations that not many young Christians today are having. Will you join me? This podcast is brought to you by my new book, The Glitter Effect. Have you ever spilled glitter? It's almost impossible to get every speck back into the bottle. This is exactly how our influence is with the people around us. What we say and do matters, especially if we are to reflect Christ. Are you ready to leave behind a legacy that shines for Him? Then grab your copy today on Amazon by searching for The Glitter Effect or head to the show notes for a direct link. Hey, my friend, we are back with another episode of the Hello Awesome podcast. And today we are talking about a very important topic, and that is judgment and motherhood. Now, I've been a mother for almost seven years, and God has shown me so many things in life I would have never seen before becoming a mother. If you're not a mom, please still listen, because what we're going to be talking about can actually help you If you ever are in a conversation with a friend who is a mother, or for the future, should that be part of your story? Now, I want to start by saying that I am not an expert, but what makes motherhood so powerful is the perspectives that we gain within this calling, and I hope that I can share some insightful things that will help us not only become better mothers, but in general, kinder people. And that's always a good thing, right? So let's get right into the meat of this lesson. And that is three lies about mothers that we need to stop believing. These three lies cultivate an attitude of pride, condemnation, and honestly, ignorance. These lies have tripped up society, whether you're a Christian or not. It's lies I've seen time and time again when someone tries to put a mother in her place with a poorly timed Facebook post. I've heard these lies among older women who I respect, but perhaps their experience is different, but instead of encouraging young mothers, they pick and poke holes at their style of mothering. In this nation, we are given the freedom to mother our children how we see fit. I do believe that God has given us tools and a plan for how to raise children who have hearts after God, and I do think following the Lord is important. Today's episode is not a moral issue. These lies aren't really a moral issue. It's a social issue. So I'm going to break down each lie later on, but here they are for you right now. Lie number one, stay at home moms are lazy. Lie number two, work outside the home moms are not present. And lie number three, work at home moms are selfish. Did you feel something jump in your spirit when you heard these? It's probably because it's not the first time you've heard them or all of these lies. Maybe you even believe them at some point or maybe your mom struggling with one of these lies being thrown in your face again and again. I'm here to tell you that you are not alone and I am in your corner. Regardless of how different we are raising our children, These three lies affect us all, and it's time we stop giving them power and allowing them to divide us. Stay-at-home moms, work outside the home moms, and work-at-home moms. We are all mothers, and as mothers, we should be cheering on each other no matter how different we are. Maybe our values aren't the same, and maybe our choices are complete opposites, but when we get to the place where we can say, Hey mama, it's hard and I know because I'm in the trenches with you. I know because I've been there and you are not alone. So keep your chin up, you can do this. When we get to that place that we can say that to each other, that's when we can promote healing and growth. So let's go into the first lie. This hit me harder than expected when I first became a mom because my husband Jonathan and I had already decided that early on I would stay home. And that was a new concept for me. It was also a new concept to other people I knew. And it didn't take long for me to hear this lie being told to other stay-at-home moms in my online community groups. Can I just stop and say, God bless the internet sometimes. Honestly, getting in touch with like-minded women who are going through similar things have created a culture of understanding and a heart for sisterhood that is so empowering. So I am thankful for the women I've met these past eight years or so online. The lie that stay-at-home moms are lazy is not only tragic because it's completely false, but it's absolutely degrading. First of all, a mother's first job is to raise her children, and raising children already adds value, not only to the title of being a mother, but the complete heart of the family unit. It is hard enough of a job that barely gets enough credit or glory we do not need to add more weight to a mom's shoulder by giving her harmful advice or input that is not building her up when a mother stays home not only does she have to tend to the needs of her children above her own without help but she has to do this with mostly uninterrupted time and i am not complaining i'm just stating facts And if she just so happens to not clean or pick up the house while being home with the children, she gets hit with how lazy she is. Yes, we should take care of our homes and make them inviting. But when we have little children, that looks different for every mother. We have to understand people's personalities and situations all play a part. If a mom is busy focusing on her children at home, keeping them safe, loved, and fed, That's the most important thing. A stay-at-home mom is far from lazy. Now, if you worked at a job and you were focusing on a time-consuming project that you had no time or energy to clean up your office, how would you feel if someone came in, looked around, and called you lazy solely based on their surface opinion on the space that you were in? Are we looking too much at our environments more than the hearts of the people that inhabit them? Motherhood is beautiful, challenging, rewarding, but sometimes, to be honest, it doesn't always feel that way. So please, be kind and never, ever call any mother lazy. That's just plain rude. Alright, lie number two is that work outside the home moms aren't present. And this one hits me hard because I grew up with a hardworking mother who had career goals and always tried to stay positive in that she encouraged us to never say the word can't and to just do our best. So maybe it's a church culture. I'm not sure. But I have heard this lie in many mom groups that weren't religious. So maybe it's just a social issue. But the fact is No mom can be present 100% of the time, and they shouldn't be shamed for it. Most households, even in church, need two incomes to make ends meet. Does this mean she's less spiritual? That she cares for her children less? That she values her job more than her family? That her mind isn't present with her children because she goes to work outside the home? Those are all lies. Maybe there are mothers like that out there, for sure, but we can't believe that the lie that mothers who work outside the homes are less spiritual or less present it's all about the values that they are teaching their children when they are with them how they are connecting with them when they are home and showing them an example of not only being a hard worker but a driven person i personally have some friends in church that have to work outside their home and they can't stay home like i do with their children and that's totally okay Because that's meeting the need of their family. Each of our households are unique and God knows what each family needs. Every mother has worth and adds value to her family according to what God has asked them to do, not according to opinions. And this brings me to the final lie. And that is one that's a little bit more personal to me right now in this season. And that's the lie that work at home moms are selfish. This might come from other moms who are just uneducated about this new option that's growing by the year or this lie might also come from outside sources who feel the traditional value system of a home is lost if a mother chooses to work in the home. And this lie has to stop and here's why. Your home and family need you as the mother God wants you to be, not the mom that makes everyone else happy. By everyone else, I mean anyone that doesn't live within your home. If you want to do something creative or use the talents God has given you, pray. And then do it when he opens a door. Working from home as a mom adds more than it does take away. It teaches our children different forms of entrepreneurship that is available to them as they get older. It teaches our children to balance time and using our gifts properly. It also teaches our children that meeting a need and serving others can be done anywhere and using modern tools. Now, I'm an artist and a writer, and I get the privilege to work at home, and I love it. It's teaching my oldest son, David, about fulfilling promises. For example, if a customer orders an item from my shop, I need to be honest, and I need to fulfill that promise, right? Because they are expecting that service from me, and the item will bless them. And he gets it, my son gets it. And he even helps me package, he adds the sticker labels and sometimes he even brings the packages out for me for the mailman. Now these are life skills he's getting hands on. And there are so many more examples that I could talk about but believing the lie that a work at home mom is selfish is cheapening the principles that most of us are teaching our children through sharing our passions with others. It's also not really telling the true story. Now the hard part is we can share our stories, but we can't make others understand. And that's why we have to just be kind and stop believing these lies that are only meant to divide, kill, and destroy the spark in a mother's heart. I am so passionate about this message because I believed every single one of these lies. I did and I'm so ashamed to say that right now, but I also realized I was uneducated and I lacked experience in just being a mother. And the more I grew as a mom and the more I brought these lies to God and I shared my heart with Him, He was able to heal me from unkind intentions and judgments I had. You see, it's not wrong to observe. Observations help us gain perspectives and opens our minds to new ways. The problem is when we move from observation to critiquing. Criticizing brings condemnation and guilt, and these two things don't build up a mother. She already imposes her own self guilt and doesn't need it from others, too. Trust me, we do. We are already so hard on ourselves. The best thing that you can do for a mother is just to be kind and to listen. We should be using observing as a way to help one another, like how can we help her? How can we pray for her? It shouldn't be used as ammo so we can go to war about all that she's doing wrong. Maybe all we need to do is just stay in our lane and shout some encouraging praises once in a while. Can we all agree that we need to stop trying to fix people, especially other mothers? How prideful and arrogant we are when we believe these lies and not only make assumptions, but judge a mother based off of those assumptions. Motherhood is a job. Regardless if you stay home, regardless if you work outside the home, regardless if you work in the home, motherhood is a job in and of itself. And we need to start exercising more grace. As I wrap this up, I want to talk about the Proverbs 31 woman for a minute. Now, if you've been in church a while, you've probably heard many messages about being a Proverbs 31 woman. And can we just agree how ridiculously intimidating it is? It really is. I mean, it seems like she has it all together, taking care of her children and home. But did you know that she also worked? both inside and outside the home? Did you know that she was one of the first entrepreneurs? The more I read this passage I'm gonna share with you, the more I'm convinced that we aren't to copy her life, but copy her attitude about life. The Proverbs 31 woman was a hard worker, loved her family well, and also used her gifts that God gave her when the season was right, when the opportunity was right when it blessed her family just as much as blessing her own heart. So let's start at Proverbs 31, verse 10, and we'll go through 25. Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. The heart of her husband doth safely trust in her, so that he shall have no need of spoil. She will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. She seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly with her hands. She is like the merchant's ships, she bringeth her food from afar. She riseth also while it is yet night and giveth meat to her household and a portion to her maidens. She considereth a field and buyeth it. With the fruit of her hands she planteth a vineyard. She girdeth her loins with strength and strengtheneth her arms. She perceiveth that her merchandise is good. Her candle goeth not out by night. She layeth her hands to the spindle, and her hands hold the distaff. She stretcheth out her hand to the poor. Yea, she reacheth forth her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of the snow for her household, for all her household are clothed with scarlet. She maketh herself coverings of tapestry, Her clothing is silk and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he sitteth among the elders of the land. She maketh fine linen and selleth it and delivereth girdles unto the merchant. Strength and honor are her clothing and she shall rejoice in time to come. The Proverbs 31 woman was real and her heart was in the things of God. Cultivating a lifestyle, using her gifts to bless her family and even help serve the community. I don't know if she did all of these things in the same season of life as she was raising little babies. It could have been at different points within her lifetime that she did what was recorded. But what it does show me is that all the lies we've been believing about mothers needs to stop. The enemy knows if he can get mothers to focus on their own flaws and weaknesses. We will ignore raising our children well and he can swoop in to destroy their legacy. Let's not let that happen. Let's instead bind together in grace and love and build one another up. Let's be a friend that says, Hey, I probably don't know exactly what you're going through right now. My story might be different than yours. But you know what? Why don't you share it with me? And maybe by sharing... And maybe by me listening to you, your burdens may be lifted. Maybe you'll start to feel lighter after our conversation. Maybe just by being with a friend, you can have hope today. Can we do that right now? Can you think of a mother in your life that you feel needs more grace? Why don't you take some time today and pray for her? Maybe it's your own mother. Maybe it's you. Maybe you're the mother that feels like you need a little bit more grace today. And that's totally okay. Girl, pray for yourself. God sees you. He knows you. And He is for you. He will make a way of escape out of the emotions that you feel right now. And hopefully next time when we're at the grocery store and we see a child act up, we can look at the mother with more compassion than disgrace. Maybe when we're at church and we hear a baby crying, we can look at the mother with a nod and say, I'm gonna help you out. I got you. Don't worry. You are not alone. Maybe if we had that mentality, that mindset, when we look at mothers, we can see God heal and we can see the children grow according to how God wants them to grow. Because when a mother is healed, so is her children and so is her household. I know that this was not very easy to hear because. I probably uh, stepped on a few toes with this, but I know that I believe these lies and I wanted to bring them to light because that's how they get dealt with. And that's how we can get to the root problems. We can deal with these issues so that we can become better people and kinder people and better mothers and a better community for our children to grow in. Thank you so much for listening and taking time out of your day. I really hope you have a blessed one, my friend, and I will talk to you again next time. If you found this episode inspiring or helpful, would you take a screenshot of it and share it on your Instagram stories? Tagging me at helloawesomeministries. It will encourage me that you were blessed. Also, don't forget to leave a review and subscribe so you can tune into future episodes. For more information about all things Hello Awesome, head to helloawesomeshop.com. Until next time, keep your chin up beautiful.